Hey everybody, uh, but, um, where to start, eh? I, today, just had, like, a moment of clarity in my life, um, and it's really just had me sitting here looking back at a whole load of things, and, um, in addition to that, I also saw certain things that really made me sit down and think where I could have been myself. And I just wanted to kind of just share that. I mean, a lot of people may feel like, oh, well, you know, good for you, <laughs> keep your business to yourself. But I feel sometimes sharing certain things, you don't realise that you may be helping someone. And, um, That, for me, would be a bonus on top of everything that's going on. Um, Because sometimes we feel that we're in situations alone. That there couldn't possibly be anyone else in this world going through what we're going through. And then you turn around and then you look at something. And then, or you, you, you know years down the line you're looking back at something or you meet someone and they're going through exactly what you what you were going through and it's that wow you know it kind of takes you back and yeah I just so I'm just kind of shivering going on a bit right now but um no it just it just really helps I think to talk sometimes I'm a person who has been through a whole lot more than I even care to remember, more than I care to know. Wish I hadn't been through a lot of those things, but at the same time, I need to. I kind of sometimes wonder what kind of person I would have been had I not been through that. Those things. I'm a person who feels loved by so many around me. Sometimes I feel alone because I I live alone and I'm constantly on my own. But <clears throat> I'm not alone. Um, I think I've been alone for a very long time. And, um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of share, but, um, this year I decided to kind of just stop with everything, in a bad way, in a good way, in terms of I was stuck in a routine of things that I felt was the right way for me, only because it was the way that everyone else was doing things, you know, so get up in the morning go to your normal job for nine, finish at five, every three months you have an appraisal and they tell you your strengths and your weaknesses and where you can improve, where you can improve, you know, and, you know, where you can, you know, it's a whole lot of shit, really, and it's all well and good, you know, if you do really, really well and they can afford it, you get a bonus, and if you don't, then you could possibly be in the same position in the same company, in the same wage, by the mandatory rise every now every every now now and often, which now especially is pitiful, um, and that could be your life. That could be your daily routine. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm putting that down. If that works for you, then that's amazing. But if you're like me, and you just have so much going on in your head and you have dreams that you really can't shirk and you just really, really know that you need to do something 
that you know will bring you happiness if your thing every day is to is to feel fulfilled and content and accomplished every day then maybe something like that isn't for you but that's how I feel I felt I'm good in terms of what I do you know I'm an accountant and I've done that job for many years and I've been very well at it you know I even do some stuff self-employed from home for, for, for some small businesses and it's been very good but it's not me you know a lot of people be like oh you know it's really good you know I couldn't do the work of numbers you should be really proud of yourself and I am but for me it's that's an easy way out um in terms of that has not been always been that's not been my passion ever I do it because it's what I can do it's something I can do and I'm good at it but that hasn't really been my passion you know I love maths you know and up to now I've done love maths you know quite logical kind of person love numbers working shit out but that's just something I can do it's really not what I want to do um what I've always wanted to do was be a writer um, when I was younger, I grew up in Ghana and everybody wanted to do the normal thing, you know, be lawyers and doctors and accountants and so forth, respectable jobs, so to speak. And yeah, it, um, it, for them it was good. I wanted to be a journalist because I just loved writing and so I thought that was the best way to go. And I remember people thinking, well, that's not a real job, is it? You know? But um, for me, it wasn't really about. You know, the Monday to Friday, nine to five, in a suit, looking powerful. It was, it's always been about doing something that makes me smile. And sitting down and being imaginative and getting into my own mind and creating stories. Um, it's just always been fun for me. And there's just always so much people can do with that stuff that we don't realise. So, um. I mean, if I go back a few years, I've always been a writer since I was a child, always writing. My mum would find things that I was written and think, what the heck is this, you know? But she, what the heck is this in the sense that it's not something that she expected, but it was always really good. And um, I remember actually when I was in year six, um, she came to like our end of like primary school presentation and I got a huge round of applause and I gave, when I read out something that I'd written as my kind of... Um, you know, my time during primary school, and my mum was so impressed, just crazy, crazy impressed. Um, and I've always known from then, you know, that's really what I wanted to do, even in school, you know, they tell you to write like a short story, and I'd be writing like, the longest essays ever. And they come back and say, this is very good, Janet, but you know, it doesn't have to be so much, you know, maybe you need to cut it down for the size we said in the first place. And I'll be like, why, you know, it's good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, and then when I was about 18, I ended up with an arsehole who was quite controlling and manipulative, and, um, the fire stuff I was written and laughed, like, what, what's this you in? Rubbish, you know? And, um, he kind of controlled my, 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 my life, really. Um, not, not that he controlled it, but I allowed him to control it, and that's, honestly, that is, that is right there, because a lot of fire, a lot of people don't really take, um, don't take responsibility for their part in things. Um, I feel that you will only get in life what you accept. And yes, at the age of 19, 18, you know, you're very impressionable and, you know, you're kind of um, 
kind of led by outside influences, aren't you? But aside from that, I also had people equally at the same time who were who saw what was going on and tried to pull me from it, but I was very young and naive at the time, you know. So I didn't know what they were talking about. So I kind of stuck with this guy for four years. Very violent, physical, emotionally, mentally abusive relationship. Very volatile, you know. I became a person that I never want to be again. Um, You know, certain things became the norm of our relationship. And through that, I basically lost myself. I remember years ago when I came out of that saying to a cousin of mine that I had forgotten the person I was before I got into that relationship. I didn't actually realise how deep those words were at the time. But I remember I said them. And she said, well, that's not a good thing. And I was thinking, well, you know, it's, it's a part of life. But it isn't really, is it? But, I mean, it happens. Um, so, yeah, for years I just never wrote anything again. And then, fast forward a decade or so, I decided I was going to write something. So I picked up a pen and paper and, well, let's say pen and paper, that's a lie. Picked up my laptop and started typing away and I sent something to a friend and she was quite impressed. And told me to do something with it, so I decided for the first time. And I've written quite a lot of like short stories and stuff to write a script. And today I can happily say I have kind of had that confidence to kind of put something that I have written out there without the fear of rejection, the fear of negative criticism. Um, and that's really, despite the fact that I've sat here now for, well, 10 minutes, really what I wanted to talk about today is fear and how we allow it to rule us and how damaging it is and how powerful it is in our lives if we allow it to be, you know? There, everybody has in them what I like to just call common sense, yeah? And um, we like to do what we think makes sense, makes common sense, okay? And common sense to me is the norm, isn't it? Getting up at a particular time of the day and going to work for a particular time of the day, taking a lunch break at a particular time of the day, coming home at a particular time of the day, you know, meeting your friends, going out for drinks, um, paying your bills, you know, paying your car insurance, taking time out for yourself once in a while. But we only do so much as we feel makes sense. Sometimes we are scared to push ourselves, push our boundaries because we in, we have this fear that we may be going, pushing ourselves too far or doing too much. And um, 
that may be in some cases maybe some cases I'm not telling you saying people need to you know run themselves ragged but sometimes that common sense that every that is common to so many other people doesn't bring you that happiness you know and I think that for me was one of those things where despite the fact that I had dreams that I wanted to accomplish to everyone else in my life um it was unrealistic um I was wasting my time uh it was never gonna happen (laughs) and I allowed that that opinion that thing to come and decide in fact in my life so I did the normal thing go to college and come out of a qualification bear in mind I went to college and did three different subjects over three years the first two years I didn't finish I left because I wasn't feeling it the third year was when I went back to do accounting part time while I was working full time and then at that point of my abusive relationship I was talking about earlier, I kind of built this kind of strength in me where I, I knew that relationship was not good and I just needed to kind of do something for myself. And even though I was still with this guy and we more or less lived together, um, even though I paid all the bills and did all the work, but you know that story, the usual story of what happens and that kind of thing, um, I was feeling my strength growing as I was getting older. I one day just got rid of the guy um, but it was just you know I, I was going to college and I felt accomplished and I felt I was doing well and from then I just felt like I needed to do more each time you know when each time I passed something or I got a certificate I said I qualified in something I felt the need to just do more and more and more but the more I was doing I was still not happy because it just was not my passion. But at the same time, I had this fear in me, this overriding, tiny voice. It's the weirdest thing, but it's the smallest voice in you. But it's like the loudest, it's the most controlling. And I was just not allowing myself to be that person and that wasn't everything my relationship I wouldn't speak up when I felt things weren't going right for the fear that they would think of me differently and leave you know or you know I would take shit from friends that I knew weren't doing the right things for me but again it's that fear of them thinking oh you're chatting shit and your you know thoughts are rubbish and all that so I kept quiet I would be at work and I would see people being mistreated and even I would be mistreated. But I allowed that fear of being sacked, you know, because most of my jobs actually I go back a step is that I will attempt for a while. And there was that fear of if I stroke up, being told they don't need you anymore and getting rid of you. And that has been my life, brother people. It has been my life. But... Now I'm at a stage where I've decided to do these things. I still have that voice. But I just tell that voice to shut the fuck up. They let me do what the fuck I want to do. And do you know something? I have never, ever felt happiness the way I felt it. 
my last relationship I was in someone for five years and it felt like the best relationship I had ever been in because here came a man in my life with everything that everybody had laughed at me over he came in and he absolutely I'm not really loved all those things and I started to see the beauty in these things that people foresaw as flaws I saw some crazy beauty in it and I'm now at a stage in my life where you can't tell me nothing about me in a negative sense that I will take on board in my life you can't call me ugly I'm aware I'm not the prettiest in the bunch but I tell you what ugly I am a beautiful woman I'm going to say I empower myself I see her in the mirror I see the way people look at me I see the admiration I hear the compliments every day you one person your voice ain't going to be louder than everybody else's let's make that clear okay and that is where I am now how do you deal with that fear that is a hard one that is one I can't give a definite answer to but I will tell you how I have overcome that voice and it's quite simply every time I want to do something and I doubt myself I do it so long as what I am doing I know there's a good thing to do so when I say good thing to do I don't want anyone to think I mean, I've talked about common sense before and I need to go back for a second because it's not everything, okay, that you need to listen, that you need to drive to do. So there's some things that common sense will say, okay, that's a stupid thing to do, we're not going to do it. But um, you know what I'm talking about in the sense that you have a dream of something you want to accomplish. If you have the resources, then you have the things to do it. You've got to know how. And you understand that to begin with it will be a struggle. But through that struggle you will get there somehow. Don't let that voice that tells you it's going to be a struggle stop you from doing what you want to do. Bitch, you tell that voice to shut the fuck up and you get on with the fuck you want to do. You do what you need to do for you, okay? Tell that voice that piss off. Yeah, because we're not here for it today, yeah? It's going to be hard. Let me tell you something nothing in life comes easy anything in life that is worth having does not come to you easy and if it comes easily most of the time it's not even worth having because you become easy goal okay that's what I've learned and that's taken me 37 years of my life to learn that I've known this for oof let's say to 17 years but I've allowed that voice to be my ruling factor in my life let's be safe but then I thought about it I can do so much I help people start businesses I do a lot for people in terms of them helping them make money I do that all for people that I help them start a business from bottom up to the top and they do very well. I have people that are raking it in. And they see me now. And they're like, oh, you're right, you're right, guys. How you doing? I'm long time they see. And then they get Zoom off. And I'm still safe. And they're standing there at the bus. stop waiting for my bus. 
when I help them get there. And that's not a thing of, oh my God, well, they need to give me anything. I'm not even talking about it from that point of view. But it just makes me see that, wow, you actually know what you're doing and all you're doing is helping people do it, but you're not doing it for yourself. Why? Because they were brave and they decided that they, they were confident and they believed in themselves. And tell me, everybody has insecurities. There is not a single person you're going to meet on this life who is not insecure about something. It may not be the way they look, but it may be their personalities. It may there's so many things. People, people are insecure about the way their fingers look. Do you know what I mean? It's one of these things that people will always find something about themselves that they don't like. Everyone is insecure about something. Everybody feels like there is always someone out there. People, no matter how big you feel, and this is the truth, no matter how big you feel, no matter how nice you feel, there is always somebody that will make you feel that little bit less nicer or that little bit less bigger. And even as you stand in their presence and you feel slightly smaller, they are also standing there and they may also be feeling slightly smaller by something that you have that they have insecurities about in themselves, okay? It is all a state of mind. That is what I'm trying to say. Fear is a state of mind. Now, I am a person that grew up and in my family I was supposed to be intelligent, but it got to a point of my life because of certain things that I've been through as a child. I'm not going to get into today and we'll talk about that later. In the next um, episode, um, I kind of, yeah, I just kind of went off a bit, and um, yeah, it's a bit hard, but I just feel people need to believe in themselves. Don't let that voice of fear be ruling in your life because that voice is so tiny. And what's the worst that's going to happen? You turn, you. You, you shut that voice off in your head and you do what you need to do. And if it doesn't work, at least you tried. But don't ever put yourself in that position where one day you're going to get up and think, oh, I wonder if, what if? Do it. If it's a business you're trying to start up, you don't have to go start off big. You don't have to give up your job. Maybe your job that you're doing now could be used as the resource to kind of finance that. Okay, fine, I'm at work now. The same way you set up for a holiday or for your new car. Start off small. You want to start selling something or producing something. Start off small, do it on the side. You know? Maybe dedicate one whole day every single week or your weekend. Maybe you're nine to five, so maybe Sundays or Saturdays, eight hours of that day. Maybe you know spread it out over the two days if you can, if you want to. But give yourself time because you just have to start somewhere and that's the thing once you started once you have started once you started and I'm not going to stop saying that once you have taken that tiny step once I put paper to pen I could not stop writing yes I read over it and I thought a bit of this is shit but I went back and I just changed that bit everybody's loving it now it just takes you, because it, it's, it's so internalised and nobody can do anything about it except you. And that's what I, I can't stress enough, that it is you. That voice is you. It's not what you were told as a child from your parents and your friends or your family. You know, it's not 
or the person that abused you, or whatever it is, it's not the boyfriend, or it's nothing, it's no, it's no, it's nothing on the outside. If it said it before, it said it then, it's not saying it now. You are saying it now because that voice is in you, that voice ain't your mother's voice in your head, or your uncles, or your granddads, or your friends, or your teachers, or anyone. It's your voice that's in your head, your voice that's telling you you can't do it. You're listening to yourself, stopping yourself from doing the things you want to do. Why are you doing that? Why are you letting fear rule when your fear is you? You. I mean, I can't put it any clearer than that. Um, You need to learn to shut it up. Well, no, not shut it up as such. You don't want to shut it up because you need that challenge in your life. So I'm glad we've got there, actually. You need that challenge in your life. You need that thing to tell you you can't do it, so you can get up and say, fuck you, I am doing this and doing it. And then, see, look, I did it. You need that voice. You can't shut it up as such, but you can learn to accept that it's there. You know, it's like, how up with It's like you're, it's like you know, I use my mind. <laughs> I use my own personal experience. Okay, I have the neighbour from hell. I mean, I couldn't put it any other way, um, other than I have the neighbour from hell. He is the most volatile drunk I've ever come across in my life. And to top it off, he's also a schizophrenic. Okay. Um, his mental state is not his fault. It's unfortunate, but it is a part of him now, you know. And he is quite literally the nightmare neighbour, you know. I have sort of learnt to kind of deal with him because nothing I can do right now except move, which I will be doing soon if he he's not moved. Um, because he's in social housing and the housing has decided that he really shouldn't be where he is by himself. So that's neither here nor there. But I'm trying to use that as an example in terms of that. He's still there, you know. But I have learned to kind of deal with him, you know, being there whilst being happy in my home. Because when he first moved here, I'll say for the first couple of months, I really suffered, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't do anything, and that was just because I just had this annoying person who was really just, just doing a lot to cause stress, and initially I kind of played to it without actually realising what I was doing, but the moment I decided to kind of ignore him, he still does what he does, but now there's no reaction from anybody, myself or not other neighbours, and um, so I'm happy in my home, happy in my home, it's like it doesn't exist, and that's the point I'm trying to get at, with this voice, that it's going, always going to be there, but you have to learn to know when it's right and when it's wrong, and I guarantee you, 95% of the time it's wrong, and when it is right, that's a rational fear, that's a fear, you know, 
of, you know, maybe don't walk too close to the edge in case you might fall over the cliff. That kind of fear you listen to. Don't get brave. You think, oh, no, I just walk off to the edge and fine. When the wind blows, it'll drop me down. We may not drop me down. That's fine. That's internalised. No, that kind of fear is irrational. You listen to that. It's that irrational fear that we have inside us that stops us from doing things. You are a singer and you want to sing. You've always been scared that you'll be rejected. Speech sing. You don't need to be Beyonce. You don't need to be on tour. You don't need to be doing all these great things that certify you as a singer in this day and age. But no, sing. Because that is you. That is your talent. Don't ever waste it. That's you. That's you. That is you. Without that, who are you? If that is you, embrace that you. And do something. If you may not be, you know, Beyonce or Rihanna, as I said, but you can always do something. If it, there are, there's so much going on in the, in the entertainment industry right now. Within this, you know, for theatre or for adverts or so many things, and that could be an avenue for you to go. And you don't know from there where that may take you. Don't you dream of okay, fine, I want to be a singer on stage? No, no, that's where you go wrong. Start somewhere and work up. Make connections. In this day and age, we've got a network, and it's a thing now, you know. Did you not know that? Well, it is, babe. I tell you, network, that's all you need to do. Meet people, and it's, you know, you don't know where it could take you. It may not take you anywhere, but you've tried. It's the point I'm trying to make. Um, so, I just think I've learned so much of myself, and I, for me, regret... Okay, and I've really tried to live life without regrets, but I'm also a very realistic person. I don't think it's realistic to live life without regrets. Because as much as we've learnt from things, there are a lot of things that we didn't have to go through certain things to know. Do you understand? Some things we knew. You know, I don't... When it's, you know, I would regret my abusive relationship because... I knew what I was going through at the time was not right. You know, I didn't need to go through it to know it wasn't right. It's in the only thing that's helped me to do is recognise the signs in a man. Um, but it's one of those things I'm saying it's not normal to say you're you live life without regrets. You have to regret something, but don't let it be something that you know you've learned from it. And that's the thing I need to say that you need to learn from those regrets. Okay, fine, you regret it, but what have you learned from it? You know. But the fear is only within you. It's as loud as you make it. It's as big as you make it. It's as controlling as you allow it to be. Because it is you, okay? It's your voice inside you telling you what you can do. The same way you've got a voice in your head that tells you, oh, I need a job, I need to look for one, okay? Or, oh, I'm, I'm spending too much money, I need to stop, okay? I saw you in your voice. Your fear is no different. Huh? Anyway. Um, gosh, I've been going at this thing now for over half an hour. Um, and I hope amongst all my gibberish that I have kind of made sense to someone out there. Um, I just hope you all have a good day. That you have heard what I've said and somehow I have kind of made sense in certain things I mean this is my first podcast so I mean it's only going to get better from here um I just wanted to see <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could do this um if you've liked this podcast and if you think 
um, there's anything I can change any other than my presentation, which I'm very well aware of, so thank you very much, but talk what you want to talk anyway. It's fine, I'm here for I'm ready to listen, I'm ready to take all the criticisms, negative and positive, um, but mainly I'm here to help. I have been through so much in my life, and where I am today, and my mindset, and how I'm even here, for me, is a wondrous thing because I see people that have been through similar things and where they are and I can do nothing but thank God I mean I don't know if people are religious or not I'm not particularly religious but I am quite spiritual you know I do believe in God and so forth and um, I'm grateful for how far I've been brought um, in terms of my life because I could have been a textbook case of of circumstances um and I have done it. Um, it's been hard, hard road. A very, very, very hard road. But I am here and I want to share that with you. I don't want anybody in life to kind of go through the things I have been through. That I didn't need to go through. Um, that for me is very important. It's key. And I can't stress that enough. It's key for me. That I... I, I that people understand that your circumstance is not forever, you know, um, like I said, I'm quite spiritual and I believe that God does not give you more than you can handle, and sometimes we look back at us, sometimes we've been through, but how did I even go through that, how, but you did it, it's a point of trying to make that you did it, and then it didn't seem like there was any other way out, um, you know, I'm a person who's tended to reside twice in her life. Um, you know, I've been through, I was, I was abused sexually as a child. I mean, there's so much I could go on about right now. Um, and, you know, I, God, I mean, I can't even stress enough the shit I have been through, you know, um, in my life. I mean, what I've just said is just basically more like a tip of the iceberg, really. You know, I think about some of the other stuff, but um, it's, it's, it's where I could have been after all those things to where I am now. Um, I've never been a person that's been. Oh, I, I, I'm not. I could go on, and I don't really want to go on right now. There will be more to come. There will be a second episode. I will be doing this weekly, um, and if all goes well, we may do it a bit more regularly. But you no, know, I hope I've helped. Um, I do have an email. You can email at Jan J A N Word W O R ds18 at gmail.com again that's janwords18 at gmail.com I am here for your questions any suggestions of things that you think would be good to discuss please I'm working on all those as well um, and if this has helped you in some way if there's anything that you any suggestions in terms of how I do future podcasts um, everything is welcome, you know, negative and positive, I'm taking it all because I feel we need to help and work together and empower each other, so help me and I will do my best to help you and others, so thank you very much for listening and I hope you all have a nice day, whatever you do, walk in peace.